Hello and welcome to the First Lutheran Church Sermon Podcast. We're glad you joined us this week. First Lutheran Church lives by the mission statement, called by the Spirit, we serve Christ, sharing God's love with all. And we are glad to share this good news with you this week. We're able for our gospel acclamation. chapter. Just before Jesus begins his public ministry, John the Baptist appears, calling people to mend their ways and speaking of a powerful one who is to come. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of our Lord. I invite you to be seated. I would like to take a moment to say thank you and recognize all of the people who prepare our worship space, and who prepare our worship service. The first is our altar guild members who do all sorts of things behind the scenes. They prepare and keep care of our our pyramids. They set up communion and clean up after worship. Soon they'll be taking care of the mini poinsettias that will be in our sanctuary. They order supplies, they replace or refill oil in our candles, so many wonderful things. They even clean wax off the pews. They do so many wonderful things. 
that we may not notice. Then there is our worship committee, and that group reviews our services and helps to set a vision for how we can faithfully worship God. Then we have all of our staff, and they choose the music, they help choose and pick our liturgy, then they, they, they direct choirs, they prepare bulletins and edit them. Then we have all of the volunteers who work during worship, our lectors and assisting ministers and acolytes and ushers, and so many more. And then we have our tech team who do so many things that um, include making sure our sound system works and putting our videos online and editing them and so many other small but important things. And even our property committee, they ensure our space is warm when it's supposed to be or cool when it needs to be. They, they help make sure our building is up to code or that our elevator works. They tend to so many other things in our church and our worship space, doing faith-filled work, all of these people doing faith-filled work to prepare our worship space, to prepare our service so that we might come and adore Christ our King. It's an interesting thought exercise to dissect some project or event or activity and consider all of the work that people do to prepare for that event, like our living nativity. It also might be a, a holiday meal or a sporting event or a move, but we understand the importance and complexity of preparation. And so today we hear that familiar Advent call to prepare the way of the Lord. These are words written about John the Baptist, the one who came before Christ to prepare the people, to warn them, to baptize them. John came to prepare by preaching harsh but necessary words to those who would receive our king and to those who would betray him. Our gathering song today began, Prepare the royal highway, the king of kings is near. Let every hill and valley a level road appear. It was customary in the time of Jesus when a visiting dignitary or royal were to come to a town that the construction crews would go out to clear the paths and to level the rough places in the road to straighten out the path where it may have been eroded. And we hear this preparation for Christ's coming at Christmas time. But we also hear this preparation for Christ's coming on Palm Sunday, when similarly people laid down palm branches to smooth the path in honor and reverence for the royal approaching them. Prepare the way of the Lord. We hear these words spoken about John the Baptist, and we understand that these ancient words are written anew for us today. We are to prepare our hearts, our lives, our attitudes, our practices. We are to make clear a path to make room for Christ. I once read that each of us is an innkeeper who decides if there is room for Jesus. Each of us is given the opportunity to prepare a space 
for Christ to enter. Well, it was just a week or so ago, that was Thanksgiving, and I wonder how many of you enjoyed an apple pie. But I, I, I ate maybe a whole apple pie. <laughs> um, uh, you uh, may have, like me, but uh, there's a lot that, takes, that, that needs to happen to prepare this apple to become a pie. The preparation is far more complicated than slicing the apples or rolling out the dough. It all begins with the seed and people carefully tending to a seed. And then anywhere from five to ten years, you have apples to pick and eat. And then there is someone who goes out into the orchard and picks the apples. And then there are people who carefully package the apples. And then there are others who deliver and ship the apples. And then whether at a farmer's market or a grocery store, someone sells the apple. But an apple pie is more than just apples. There's the same complicated preparation for the lemon juice, the cinnamon bark, the sugar cane, the butter and salt and flour. And then by the end of the collection of ingredients, you have hundreds of people, if not more, who have helped to grow and harvest, process, ship, and sale, and sell these apples. People from countless countries all over the world working together. And so you've prepared by collecting ingredients, but then comes the directions and the recipe. How many apples? What kind of apples? How long does it cook? And we recognize that the preparation to transform an apple into a delicious pie is very complex. It takes time, even years, and countless people doing their own part in their own area. Well, our faith, our hearts, our lives are not so different. It takes a lot of people working together for us to prepare our hearts for Christ. From those first disciples in the early church, through trials and crusades and the Reformation, through immigration and language barriers, through your family, through prayer and Sunday school, through doubt and renewal, so much is done in our life and our faith to prepare our hearts for Christ. Like John the Baptist says, we are to repent and like God promises, we will be forgiven. We will find mercy and abundant grace. So much has gone into the preparation of our life for Christ. It takes time, years, countless people from all over the world to grow a disciple. So this Advent, let us prepare a way. Each of us are travelers with our own path, and perhaps your path leads through devotions or prayer. Perhaps your path leads through volunteering or acts of service. Maybe you travel through meditation or scripture readings, or maybe you light a candle. But each of us are travelers, called to prepare a way, called to prepare a space for Christ to enter in. God is coming. God is here. 
And each of us are that innkeeper who decides if there is room for Christ. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we humbly come before you. And we ask for your help and guidance as we prepare our hearts for you to enter in. Bless each of us this Advent season. Draw us close to you and to each other. Humble our hearts. Show us love and grant us peace. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We pray that these words and message inspired you in your faith journey as you grow with God. We would love to see you at worship, either online via Facebook Live or in person at 1234 Southwest Fairlawn Road at 5 p.m. on Saturday or 10 a.m. on Sundays. God loves you, and so do we.